Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Popeye's Constant Racism. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. All right, you put a shiv in my partner. You know what that means? God damn it, all winter long I gotta listen to him gripe about his bowling scores. Now I'm gonna bust your ass for those three bags and I'm gonna nail you for picking your feet in Puffkipsy. Puffkipsy? Puffkipsy? Hey, you! Haircut! Where you going? Get that hair done before Saturday. We're going now. Goodbye. Give the pizza. Hi, Popeye's here. What's my name? You pick your feet? Pay attention. We're gonna ask questions later. Shut up! Hey, Whisker! Where you been, huh? Haircut! Where you going? I've got a name for you. Popeye's here. All right. Bonjour. Ça va bien? Oui, the French connection. Let's just get right on this one. <laughs> I can't I can't mess around too much more. Uh, 1971. Crime, thriller, action-y with a little bit of action. Yeah. William Friedkin directed... Um, this movie was huge at the 44th Academy Awards, getting eight Oscar nods and winning five. Man, oh man, The French Connection has a huge reputation in front of it. Uh, Gene Hackman, Fernando Ray, Roy Scheider from Jaws, um, fame, and some other people actually probably you wouldn't recognize at all. Um... So we're going way back, like early 70s. Um, I think they were figuring a lot out about movies in this day and age. And um, so this movie especially was one that I was um, excited to do because in my mind and with the history going back, I, I, I know bits of this movie, but I remembered far less than I thought. Like, I couldn't remember major details. Um, and I was saying to the guys as we started this episode, the movie poster for this that I remember <clears throat> is Popeye shooting the assassin guy in the back, and he's all on the stairs with his mouth open. He's like, Arr. that's what I remember from mostly from the movie. Um, and it, yeah, the Academy Awards. And when you hear people talk about this, it's like, oh my God. And this movie like inspired so many other things, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so when we do these movies under the hold up guys, I'm finding a lot lately that some of these older ones that people revere just don't hold up anymore. And so let's get into Monsieur French Connection. What's your guys' history with this? Big, big time viewers, never seen vague memories like I had. What, what's the deal? Saw once probably 20 some years ago, just because I remembered it was supposed to be this big deal movie. And Mm -hmm. I was like one of those things where it was like, well, I should watch that. Like, you you know, you read the classics, you watch the classics. I remember watching it then, but I couldn't tell you that I had an opinion in my mind about it coming into this viewing because I can't remember it at all before. Right. Right. If I had seen it, I didn't remember seeing it. I remember seeing bits and pieces of it. So maybe I caught scenes on television and then just changed the channel or. I saw the the clips on other movies, people watching this movie on other movies. I'm uh, guessing this movie was hugely influential when it came to cop movies, though. Well, 
Uh, I mean, there was 1971. There wasn't a lot of buddy cop movies or cop movies, and this is that's right. Kind of a the first, maybe the first buddy cop movie. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be inter- interesting to interesting to learn for sure. I'm 99% sure that this movie put um, <clears throat> Gene Hackman on the map. Um, but that actually might be not very true. Because um, he, like, I mean, he won the Academy Award for playing Popeye in this movie. The Academy Awards at this one were Best Picture, Best Actor for Hackman, Best Director, Best Editing, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Scheider got nominated but did not win for supporting. Uh, this also was nominated and did not win for cinematography and sound. It um, shouldn't have. It was an ugly movie. <laughs> And the sound wasn't great either. Like, is so, this was this considered good cinematography, good sound in 1971? Well, yeah, it was in in uh, obviously getting nominated. Oh God, um, for it the was Oscar. ugly. Is one of the ugliest we've so, ever little, seen. A, a little context here as well that f- when this one best can, for best picture, it beat out A Clockwork Orange um, and Fiddler on the Roof. There were couple other movies i don't recall but it was 71 or 72 so what are you going to do friedkin for the french connection as best director beat out kubrick for a clockwork orange um and the uh, norman jewison who did fiddler on the roof um yeah gene hackman beat out peter finch walter Matthau, george c scott for for the best actor so yeah very um very interesting so like the the pickens were slim it seemed i've not seen any like i mean i saw clockwork orange obviously but um, I've not actually watched Fiddler on the Roof ever. I know it had been like made into a play and um, had some had some legs under it, but I've never seen that one. Very interesting. So I did want to make a comment to your. Uh, you were talking about Gene Hackman's career being made with this one, so I looked up his career. Yes. He had, Am I wrong? Well, he had done a lot of shit before this, but it was mostly yeah. TV, and then he had a few movies of which I can't speak to. Um how big the roles were right 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 they're right, not right, like right. they're not like second cop from the right type titles but um but stuff like bonnie and clyde he was a character and whatever whatever but this may have very well still been his like first real breakout role seems he like it three he had four movies come out in 71 okay and he won an oscar for one of them yeah so, so they followed up that's a great they they did another French Connection movie too, which just kind of speaks to the popularity and the the acclaim that that came the way for this one. Um, now, this movie did, uh, uh, and so I don't know. I really need to check if these are adjusted dollars or not. But um, budgeted at one point eight million, which I'm guessing is going to be of the time, made seventy five worldwide. This movie has a very um, like this was made and distributed uh, through 20th Century Fox. Uh, like, I was this an international release? Does anyone know, or was this like a an, an American, you know, Hollywood type movie? I always assume that this was like a global type. Of yeah, release, at least as That's much ca- as it got at that point in time. Yeah, like um, it's like definitely filmed all over the world like they went they went on scene um for a lot of stuff the stuff filmed in marseille and a lot of the stuff over in europe at the start of this movie but it all ends up over in america um but yeah i I can see how it would have benefited them to to use the world view of this movie as something that would entice international audiences for sure yeah it's a big movie the scope of this movie is very big um 
It's it's it, pretty fucking crazy. Actually. It doesn't feel yeah, that way to me time, though. There's a lot of travel. There, there there is, but I guess watching it, it didn't feel that way to me because the majority of the movie takes place in the streets of New York. Um, well, the bait, no, it was New York. Cities, yeah, it's New they? York. Yeah. I mean, they had those other those other scenes almost felt disconnected to me from the film. Like we we talked about this. Why did we need to see anything or know anything about the French guy? Like all we needed to know is he was after this guy, then he sees him and like trying to catch him and this guy's like the big international drug dealer guy from overseas. He could still be it still could be the French connection. Like why do we need to see any of those scenes with the French guy at all? Like it does nothing for the story. Um, okay. So I want to, um, I want to just try something here. I don't normally do this, um, but in researching, I read articles and things like that on this movie. And here's a plot opening for the plot of this movie that I want to read to you. It's like three sentences. And then you tell me if that's what you got from the opening of this movie. <laughs> so in Marseille, it a movie opens where the dudes watch and the other dudes, right? Did you guys know that the dude who was watching them was a police detective? I don't. Because he was. I did not. Uh, and he's following a guy who they name here who runs the world's largest heroin smuggling syndicate. Did you guys know that from the opening of this? No. Okay. Uh, and then the policeman's murdered by this guy's hitman, which we saw, but I had no idea as to the significance of who the murdered man was. No. And I'm pretty sure they don't tell us. And then the third line is that Charnier, who... You know what? I didn't know his name the whole fucking movie either. Um, plans to smuggle 32 million worth of heroin to the U.S. by hiding it in a car of his unsuspecting friend. So I knew they were planning to do something shady, but honestly, and maybe I'm just dumb and wasn't paying enough attention, I had no idea until like way later in the movie that the thing they were trying to get by was drugs. Like I kind of assumed, but I didn't know it was heroin, coke. Um, because this movie gets you involved with the main characters um first of all they're not the first people you meet which isn't always the biggest problem in a movie but it, it, it's a little bit troublesome to know who we're following and cheering for because this movie gets decently thick with the time that we're following people doing things that don't move the story forward let's say so it's like you know is this movie maybe it was just trying to breathe and get you into it right um but then by the time we meet and start hanging out with Popeye and his partner, they just kind of go to a bar and then they see this couple and they're like, they look suspicious. We're going to follow them. And then they just happen to come on to this thing. So it's not a very intentionally active, Don't engaging forget, way to get this going. Every time they hit a roadblock, they just go, oh, let's just break into a club that's like a black club. And we'll just abuse everybody there. And of course, everybody has drugs. And we'll throw some people up against the wall until inevitably one of them will know something about a heroin shipment. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they do that twice, I think. I th Yeah, they do. They and do. they'll just throw like, random people in phone booths and lock them. Like, this movie is crazy, actually. Was the, Now, I'd love to, to like, I wouldn't know... Um, obviously but is this a, is this like even close to how things were because like i could see a cop walking into an all all black bar 
uh, and like throwing, you know, throwing the badge around. I could see that. Right. Uh, and that's awful that that happened. But I could see that. But then that every guy in that bar, every black guy was like throwing his drugs and shit on the ground and his yeah. pill that that came off as like really fucked up to me. Yes. Really yeah. fucked up. It's because um, it's the only representation of black people are people that all have their pockets filled with drugs. And um, yeah. And as soon as the cops came in, they obviously weren't going to do anything to fight yeah. back Christ, because right. they're terrified of the police arresting them The one guy that even tries to question them is like immediately fucking manhandled by uh, Popeye. Yeah. I mean, Popeye's yeah. racist as fuck. Shiley yeah, doesn't he, seem it, to it, show it as much. I don't think he just no. gets the opportunity. Shider's pretty underwhelming in this yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. He's like he he doesn't actively participate. He's dragged to the bar at the start under the guise of going for a drink with his partner, but then they end up in shit. I don't know. Like, was it was it um, Scheider's partner that was killed because of someone made a bad decision earlier in the movie? The, one cop gets on the other cops asked for it, but I can't remember if it's Scheider's bad decision or if it was Popeye's former partner that had been killed. That that why people why people hate Popeye or working with him. and The way they also show Popeye in the bar when they they pick up on the mafioso guys, it it almost seems like he knew they were going to be there and he suggested they go to that bar for a reason. Yeah. And they never play into that. That's never, that's never, um, ever gone. They never go back to that. If, if it would have been made much more sense if, if these guys had killed one of their partners and uh, they're they're out to get them, and so they go yeah. to the bar and they're spying on them. Like yes. they, there needed to be some kind of a motivation for why yes. they went after these people. It just mm. seemed so random. Like they were just and they go out so and then they hard. Saw them. Like it was, they wouldn't have been able to tell until a while into the investigation that anything dirty was happening. Because like, so what if that couple likes to dress up nicely and go hang out with like goombas, whatever? Pardon the term if that's offensive, but. Um, well, it's, it's better in the than movie. what Popeye it's says. From the yeah, movie. So, um, yeah. So I, I just, I, it, it really, that, says, <laughs> that really bothered me for some reason. And then they also never cover how this low-level guy who's like trying to get in with the local mafia guys set up this heroin deal worth the thirty-two million. Do they ever like? I didn't. I didn't ever get how that connection was made because we don't. We don't spend that time with the with the bad guy. He's like talking and he's like, he's, he seems clever and he's always a step ahead. Um, but I, like, I, I just never get how anyone was connected or how any of this is going to work. That's the thing. It, the French connection is very disconnected because yeah. we it's don't a really, weak connection. It is. Yeah. It, there's a lot of components that fit together, but we don't really get the, like you said earlier, like I didn't fucking even know that guy's name. Well, that's the same thing with all of their motivations and like the whole fucking parts of their characters that we like don't understand what their, what their, uh, well, their motivations, their decisions, right? And yeah. they just pop in and out of places, so we yeah. don't even understand like where they're coming from or the scenarios built into them. It's just that guy's bad now, and then it's fucking I okay, and then just like I'll fucking punch a random black guy, he'll tell me where the heroin is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just no. It's all, all just very stupid. <laughs> well, then, it would have then been the one. other thing. Go ahead, John. Sorry, I, just quickly. The other thing that we that we do is, um, I swear, if you edited out the time when people are traveling in this movie, 
or walking or doing something that like doesn't move the story forward. It's like, oh, let's show that he arrived in a car by watching him drive up a street and then another shot of driving and then the parking and then getting out of the car and walking and then another shot walking and then the third shot he walks up and meets someone somewhere. It's like, what the fuck? I, I assume he arrived by car or walking. Just like <laughs> yeah. do they, something they, else in that scene. And then I don't even know if anything happens in some of those scenes. And then we're just like, oh, that lead didn't pan out. Let's move on to something else. And I'm like, that's incredibly frustrating yeah. as an audience uh, member to be watching that shit go on. If if I was to if I was to like get a chance to re rewrite this script, I would have started with <laughs> the a cop getting murdered. You can have an opening with the murder, hundred percent. But it well, could be it like was, Doyle's but a cop partner that matters been, to us. It could have been Doyle's partner who gets murdered by the mafia, and then yep. Doyle gets a new partner, Scheider, and then he brings him to the bar, and he's like, "What are we doing here? Why are you looking at those guys?" And then yeah. they start investigating them, and you never see the French guy until. They see him with the French guy, and then yep. they find out this French guy's moving powder or heroin into the country. Like yep. that's how you do the story. Then it would have made you sense. Ha you, Otherwise, you have it just to make felt like random shit being thrown at the wall a lot of the no, time. No, it's this it's movie. true. And in your setup, you have to make Scheider the main character because he will be new to the situation, and it's a great uh, character for us to follow to learn what the fuck is going on. Yeah, but that's instead not bad we jump into Popeye's head, and he's like, "No, we're already here. You didn't know we were coming. I tricked you, and the audience doesn't know why we're here, and I tricked them too. And really, I'm not here for any reason except to look for suspicious-looking people, which is so Popeye. Like, just judge <laughs> someone by the color of their skin or their hair, and then I'm gonna fucking do a criminal investigation and lie to my boss. <coughs> but they until waste I get, so like, much time. Resources. They waste it's so much time, like tracking them and tailing them, and they have. They have no reason to be doing it. So they just stumble across this international $32 million heroin deal by chance. Yeah. Like, it's so cheesy and stupid. These guys are outclassed if that's the case. If that's the size of the operation, they shouldn't be involved because they're not equipped for it. Yeah. I think this movie this movie's an hour and 44, right? Yep. And I think that this movie could be like harshly edited down to like a really racist 35 minute cop episode yeah 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 super totally. racist yeah yeah so i think that we that we waste a lot of time and i think that very little of a lot of this movie needs to be there um uh, yeah and it could it could have been replaced with things that are supposed to be there and then make the movie make sense and interesting and want to watch that but as it is now um i don't feel any of those things it, it's it, it's like why um so since we don't know anything about the evil guy except that he's mustache twisting he kind of wants money i guess and he is pretty ruthless in a smug way um but why is he so hell-bent on selling his heroin in the U.S. when immediately on arrival they know they're being followed by key officials, like by police and by federal agents as well? And they're like, no, we're going to do it, and I'll just lose him in the subway. That's no problem. And I'll keep, like, I would be fucking, I'm out of there, and bye-bye. Doesn't the one guy say, like, like we, we need to fucking put this off? And the other guy's like, no, like just arbitrarily. Yeah, we do it. Yeah, no, we have to, to do it now or never. How good yeah. would that subway scene have been, too, had we not ever met the French guy and then he eludes Popeye and gets away and waves at him goodbye? Like, there'd be this great sense of mystery of who's this guy and, like, oh, my God, he's, like, he outsmarted the cops. But instead, we meet him in a bunch of boring scenes 
that don't really account to amount to anything. And like Brenton, you said, I didn't know they were selling heroin or what they were doing because the scenes no. were so ambiguous. The yeah. only time I find out is when the cops find out, which is when I should be finding out because they find out what the bad guys are up to. So that's fine. <laughs> so like, why why do we ever meet the French guy ever or ever need to see him alone? Ever. We don't. There's no reason yeah. to. Like, even in a good movie like Lethal Weapon... You, you see the bad guys once alone to establish what they're doing. And they're, they're also moving heroin in that movie as well. Yeah. And then the whole scene with the lighter it's underneath. large. The lighter shipment. underneath um, uh, Gary Busey. He, yeah. He's like, see, my men are loyal. He's cray cray. Yeah, and then they're, then they're killing people. When we see them, they're killing people. And it's yeah. never the main guy either. It's always his henchmen. Yeah. Because that's what they do. And so that, yeah, that keeps things moving forward. And, um, and that so, scene is super interesting, too, with the lighter and all of that. And he's like, you're working with goddamn mercenaries. Like, this movie is so boring. The bad guys don't feel menacing at all. They, no, they just they're seem like kind normal and people. They're smug. They're so, and like, then you get the confidence of the hitman. He's like, please let me kill Popeye. And then he's a fucking goof <laughs> asshole sucking at it. Can't hit a shot. Shoots a, pre, a, a woman in the back. Yeah, uh, who's walking her baby like, and kills her? Um, then what? Then uh, Popeye goes up the building, sees the dude running away on the street, and then is able to run down, probably stairs or waited for the elevator, and like catches him and kills him, shoots him in the back. Makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense unless that guy was just like gassed and like had to stop for a hot dog and a coffee. Then he Popeye was also unarmed him. too. When he oh, sorry, I don't want to be insensitive. A croissant. A croissant. <laughs> see, see what I did there? French joke. So what did okay. you guys Very think French. of the car chase, which is so famous in this movie? Because the car chase with the subway is so famous and so cool. Yeah, it's shit, too. Yeah. It's not good, yeah. He's. In, no, I mean, I like... It makes sense. They're all very convenient the way that we don't have to see him express any kind of difficulty in moving through space and time. It's unrealistic the way that this fucking movie does chases and, like... I I I hate that. I hate it a lot. I don't think you could chase a subway uh, train in a car. Not maybe maybe for maybe you could get to traffic? the next stop. Maybe you could get to the next stop, but then to like know that he didn't get off there and keep driving to the next stop and know when he gets off. And then for whatever reason, I know he got in a, like a three or four car accidents, which is too much, by the way. Like. One good accident because he's driving fast and recklessly works, but then the second and third lose all uh, impact for me. And then he like gets to the stairs and he's like ready to shoot. And he's like, I'll just conveniently collapse for uh, more tension and then I'll shoot you in the back. Yeah. So, yeah, there's no, a lot of I, it people wasn't shooting people in the back in this movie as well. Racism and shooting unarmed people in the back. Is they put like it on key. the poster. Like on the poster is a picture of him. <clears throat> The, the hero climax, cop yeah. shooting a guy in the back. What the fuck? That's a well, then the other thing. You can't shoot a guy in the back. Never. I just not in a I'd, cowboy like, movie, not in a fucking <laughs> cop movie. No. <laughs> well, then, I mean, without jumping too too much, let's just quickly talk about how this movie ends as well. Um, God. Which. So we're chasing the bad guy. And shit's getting all like nerve wracking. And then there's movement and Popeye unloads six rounds. And oh, it's the cop we hated who didn't like working with Popeye. And now he's dead. And Roy Scheider is kind of like, oh, man. Oh, shit. And then uh, 
Popeye's like, reload, fucking let's go, and runs off like a crazy person. Two more shots are fired, and then the movie ends. So this movie decided to end in the climax. <clears throat> like, not after the climax and get out. It ended in the middle of the climax and then said, well, either we're out of budget or we're out of brain cells, so we're just going to fucking pull a, uh, a unbreakable and just do the crawl for something major that happened later. So, no, we never caught him. That's the thing that really bugged me. Is like, didn't get him there. Those shots, I don't know what he was shooting at. Maybe he was just mad shooting in the air. Uh, and then is Popeye punished for killing another cop in a really, really recklessly handled situation? No, they're just taken off the case. The end. Fuck you. Fuck you sideways for that. How does that win a best Oscar? The, I know the there wasn't much is, going on in 71. The, the ending is awful. The ending the ending feel, felt like an afterthought or that the writer like trailed off or maybe he died mid-sentence. And then they're like, oh, I guess this is the end is of the it? movie. Right. Like we yeah, found him dead on his pages. script. This is how he ended it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll shoot it. <laughs> That's how it felt. <laughs> yeah. Because they mean, they use subtitles to explain like the aftermath of the movie because there was no ending. They're like, oh, let's, we'll just add some voiceover, some subtitles. No, that'll fix it, and then we'll put I, it out there. <laughs> I I didn't have a big need for the for the dude they had started following the couple. I don't know what happened to the woman of the couple because she just doesn't exist anymore because not important um and the dude he ends up getting shotgunned at close range by Scheider at the end but i wasn't really gunning for him to be killed he didn't seem like that bad a guy none of them do they like the, the villains in this movie just seem like average joes who run businesses and obviously are doing illegal things but none of them seem like that bad of people other than the assassin who like wants to kill and he does get killed, but like once again, shot in the back unarmed when he gets killed. Yeah. But but yeah, the main bad guys seem like fine, fine, you know, people just making a making a good living criminally, but they didn't seem like bad people. I guess just good people moving pallets of uh, just black moving some weight. Too. Yeah. Oh my you need god! Crazy. You the know, car you need some violence or something or some. <laughs> characterization Something of the menacing. bad guys well like okay so the just a quick one and we can come back to this the music in this movie is fucking terrible because it did not set the mood it was like inappropriate most times um the raising tension and, 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 and yeah the directing was real bad the whole car stripping scene are you really gonna make us watch a couple of minutes of them unsuccessfully stripping a car only to find out that the car stripping guy is too lazy to check every part of the car. Fuck you. Yeah. Just get to it. Annoying. It was in the rocker panels, which that was the last place we looked. Just tell me. I don't need to see all that. That was really frustrating. Yeah, yeah they have was. to go through the weight thing, and then he's like, he's like, what? What <laughs> are we missing? He check. says to the mechanic, and the mechanic says the most obvious fucking statement. Oh, I took everything apart except for the rocker panels, and it's like, why would you not take apart that? And when we see it. It's just a little fucking floor screw, like right in the obvious panel of the door frame. Fuck you. Yeah, like it should have been. It should have been Scheider when they walk in there in the cars. They were waiting to be torn down, and Scheider looks at the paper and he's like, "Hey, manufacturer's weight is this? It's 120 pounds over." And then you cut to a slow crawl of all the parts of the car on the ground, and you yeah. get over to them at the rocker panel, popping the last thing off with frustrated, sweaty faces. Boom! I fixed that in ten fucking seconds. 
Yeah, no, totally. That was awful. Like, the fact that he also said he'd stripped everything but the rocker panels, and then they're in the rocker panels, means that that guy shit at his job. He's like, yeah. I stopped right He's at lazy. the end and decided not to finish, and yeah. I didn't find anything. There's one more place it could be, finish. but I didn't want to. <laughs> and then they put the whole fucking car back together. <laughs> like they were cutting leather and like slicing door panels and shit. Like you guys remember that happening, right? You can't yeah, put that yeah. back together. No, Carrying while those carpets. guys waited. So they did all of that while the guys waited and then put it together while the guys waited. And the guys were like, that eh, wasn't weird. Like how long were they there? A weekend? What the fuck? <laughs> Again, the time, the, the chases and everything else. Whoever wrote this movie did it high as fuck because they'd have no register of the way time or distance works. I want to read this book. Fucking Honestly, me. I'm no, I I wonder because <laughs> books, right? They take the time to do things. So I, I don't believe that the book would have and um, Shangye drove for 20 minutes driving his car like a car driver drives a car and he rolled up the grainy <laughs> the grainy lane and then he walked for 16 minutes and thought hmm what will I have for supper like it's not going to be like that I bet I bet the book might actually <laughs> fill the backstory that makes this palatable and I no, think that the whoever right. adapted this took key elements and then fucking just wiped the rest and decided to put in I don't know why like I guess it was early days but I'm not going to forgive it for that because by today's standards um, this movie sucks balls. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't hold up already. No, it doesn't. I mean, like I, I, we can call it, but I'm telling like, you, if you couldn't tell from the vitriol I've save got, everyone time. This no, yeah, but there's some other things that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, like let's the let's. influence. Okay, we, this movie clearly does not hold up, so we don't have to wait for that. This movie is very bad, and it's, <laughs> it's so bad. It, it is so past its expiry date, like long, long ago. But um, there are things that are interesting just about the timeline of when this movie came out. So this movie came out just before Dirty Harry and years before Death Wish and years before Serpico. So so a lot of those movies definitely stole from this movie in certain ways. Um, the, the captain and the, the cops arguing, the captain being mad at the cops and screaming at them are the uh the the cops doing the good cop bad cop except for they do bad cop and even worse cop <laughs> so because they're both crazy to that guy but yep. one's crazier and then so he's yeah. like oh, i'll tell you you're crazy but not as crazy but that's all once again i'm sure those influences like go far and deep in other films because this movie was popular and people thought it was good so Filmmakers and screenwriters who are making cop movies probably stole all of that from this film. Yeah. The fact that Dirty Harry came out the same year. Yeah. And then Death Wish came out like two or three years later. And then Serpico. Yeah. Um, about the dirty cops in New York City, um, which is also based on a book. I mean, there's a lot of books, cop books being made into movies uh, in the 70s, too. Yeah. Uh, which was interesting. But they're always darker, right? Like they are very dark. And it was about corruption and dirty That's cops. That's shit I like. Bad lieutenant and shit like that. Like, I like that story. No, but these guys well, are bad cops. These yeah. guys yeah. shoot people in the back. They, they, they beat up black people. They're super racist. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're bad so cops. Racist. They're not good cops at all. No, there's nothing redeeming about them. I no. cheer, like, like Colin said, I agree. I actually would like to see this guy sell his heroin go back to his family, have a nice weekend barbecue or some shit, 
And then fucking Popeye can fuck off and go to prison or something. For right? killing the cop. Uh, you know what? That actually might have been a more satisfying if it was like Popeye shoots the cop and then maybe do a, a quick shot of the sneaky guy looking back with that smug look on his face just that one more time and Popeye will rage. But then he gets away and then Popeye's indicted for uh, and kicked off the force for killing a fellow cop because he's a piece of shit. Fuck Popeye. He is yeah, a huge, then, huge piece of shit. Not even an anti-hero. No. He's like a villain. Yeah, he's like garbage. Well, and this movie is probably one of the first. Well, not one of the first because there was um, uh, other movies maybe that were. But like it, it explores the that that that, you know, cops and criminals have a lot of the same characteristics or traits like the, the cops are corrupt and dirty to catch the criminals, that type of thing. Yeah. So that they're, you know, part of one and the same. What 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 does does um does Popeye have a save the cat in this? No. <laughs> Anything so. for us to be like, oh, he really is just trying to like make the world a better place because I don't see it. Popeye strikes see. me more as the kind of guy that steers towards the cat. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Cuz he thought he thinks the cat has heroin cuz it has greasy fur. Yeah, it like, was a black cat. That'd be it, right? Yeah, it was a black cat. <laughs> Oh, it's it, that, it's about it's, obsession. It, uh, I mean, he's just obsessed fun. with. Like, I wish it was. People. I wish it was about yeah. obsession. But yeah, it, I don't even think it's it could it could lie about that. I mean, it like he he is obsessed. I see that, but that's not what the that's not the theme that this movie gets across. And like ends justify the means doesn't come across. Um, I, it, I guess it does, but not in a way that like supports it or has an opinion. It's just. This guy's going to do whatever it takes. And he's not even like stopping to consider. He has no remorse. Like he kills a cop. And instead of like having like, oh no, what did I do? He's like, I'll get this fucker. Reload. And off you go. Like most people would probably feel a little bit bad about that. I mean, police brutality and like, and drug, drugs uh, and corruption are definitely in this movie. But it's just such a bad movie that that it doesn't matter that those themes are in there no um and that are there those themes are still relevant today because because the directing the music the screenplay is so bad that like who cares if those themes are relevant like they're presented in such a poorly filmed way that that also seems unbelievable i mean i'm sh- i'm sure the cops were like this in the 70s they probably did go to to black bars and like rough up the customers and like like empty their pockets and stuff but i agree that that probably happened but it's hard to look at this and see in any way that this person is heroic no it just it ruins it i mean that alone ruins the movie the fact that he just absolutely um like he just it treats them as less than human just like no but there's no rights there right it's still it's 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 shocking to see like we all know that cops are fucking terrible towards black people in the states anyways and i think a lot of the world there's problems with cops is what i'm saying but man this movie is like there would be riots about this guy yeah yeah i, I think serpico I'm, I'm actually wondering if serpico would be more of a an interesting movie today because that was based on a book by a real cop and New York City who was like trying to stay clean and the whole New York City Police Department was corrupt and 
and they tried to kill him because because he refused to take bribes and they thought that he was going to turn on them and testify so they tried to take him out like i feel like that is probably a more interesting movie and story than this because this just all just seems random and and it doesn't really mean anything and then it ends like so badly yeah like the beginning is bad the middle is bad the end is bad like is there anything good about this movie are the performances good is this good acting nope i mean i i guess i end up hating hackman so maybe is that what maybe he's okay (laughs) he's a real piece of shit so like i get that's what i take out of it if that was the intent then he did a great job and deserved the oscar i don't like him either (laughs) hackman is great at acting like a piece of shit yeah, I'm not saying and he's a piece of shit. I'm just saying no. there's a lot of. Movies and one of you guys said Shider's like a nothing in this, and he is like Shider's character is almost like what does the character Hackman even do? Goes so crazy, he's just Background like an observer. Knows. Yeah, but he's like has no voice. He's not the voice of reason. He like is a little <laughs> hesitant at the start, but he's more like surprised that he was pulled along. But then he's along for the ride. He's never front and center at the bars when Hackman's doing his racist thing. He's more like at the door watching, but he ain't stopping it. And he's loving the info they're getting. Um, he ends up shotgunning Boyo in the chest later on. So I guess that makes him heroic. It's like, fuck. It's just so basic. It's so basic. Like, these guys are bad. These guys are good because they have the badges. And anything else in the middle doesn't matter. Because heroin. Nah, it just doesn't work. No, it doesn't and, work at all. Like, the sequel... Uh, I'll never see that. I can't even believe they made a sequel. A sequel? How can you make a sequel? Didn't they explain at the end that he quit being a cop, Popeye or something? They just said they were removed from the case. And all I know about the second one is the only returning cast is him and and, um, the French guy, Charnier. The French guy comes back? Well, yeah, because he's (laughs) the guy who got away. So part two has to be about going to get him. I guess. They probably win, too, because it's just the way it goes. Maybe. <laughs> I'll never know because I'll never see it. No, I don't think that I will. Unless I like looked at the reviews online and people said this fixes the mistakes of the first or first should never have been made and the second is the only one. That's that. Maybe then that would get me to watch it. But otherwise, no, I have no interest. I don't need like it. I needed a conclusion to this movie. And then what they gave me just it, it, it's like um it's like a, a, a product or something like that that I've used in my life. Like, oh, I don't know, Netflix, let's say, that you remember with for years. And then all of a sudden they're like, we're going to throttle your service and you're going to fucking like it and accept the pay raises or the fee increases that we've got. And like me and hopefully other reasonable people are going to be like, no, no, you don't get to build your company based on share, share, share. And it's all cool. And then throttle it when it doesn't work for you. And then lose all the rights to the good television programming that you used to put on and then make shit. Fuck you, Netflix. Uh, sponsored by... At least, the, <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least the Stanley Kubrick stuff that I don't like anymore has value in seeing it. Like, I think people should see 2001. <clears throat> I think people should see Dr. Strangelove. So there's some great performances in Dr. Strangelove. There's some funny bits. I mean, and um, 2001 is, like, uh, visually amazing. Like, there's nothing in this that I would recommend anybody need to see this like this is a not a movie you ever need to see i think in my mind (laughs) even as a person who's like into film like just skip this one like the french connection is like oh i think i think that's 99.9 percent right the point one that i would give this is that something about seeing this movie makes me think of ronan and i love ronan i believe it's the same director did william freak can do ronan did he 
Or this sorry, this is Polanski. This is Frankenheimer. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the other one. No, not Reckenheimer. This is Friedkin. Yeah, this is Friedkin, who he I did, don't yeah. think. Exorcist. Oh, yeah, he did, I don't he think he did Ronan. Right. Ronan was somebody else, isn't it? Yeah. More current? Um, no, it's not more current. He's an older director too, but he I uh, sorry, he the director who did Ronan liked this movie and that's why he wanted to do his car chase scene cuz he wanted to do it as good or better than this. Yeah. And he I did. Could, he I killed could see it. How that got crossed. He killed it. Uh, that yeah. guy killed it anyway. Yeah, I think um I think that movie makes me happy and smile cuz there are, are interesting characters and good story bits to it. But I think it's just maybe it's the the the, the European settings or the just the way it's shot. Something about the French connection equals or leads to Ronin and if that if that was done then I'll take that this movie exists to have given us Ronin but that doesn't mean that I'm going to give this movie any credit and it's so weird to me that that Colin is right if you think of the tropes uh, and the cliches that that it, like stemmed maybe from this movie heavily like maybe there were some other cop or buddy cop movies and, and incredibly racist heroes um, th- that that helped but if this was like the, the trigger of it, it's so weird that I don't find this movie has like any, any redeeming qualities. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't mix together the car chase and just watch that. Any shootout scene, uh, any way that they did effects or, or camera movements, like editing Oscar for this movie. I, I just, I don't. The it's all because terrible. the awards for this movie are just because there was nothing l- like this at the time. And so yeah, this, which this very co- frequently actually is what wins awards. Is it when, is. It's when something is is a bit uh, different from everything else out there, and I think sometimes people don't know how to interpret it. Not everyone is willing or able, I think, at the time to like look at something and and think about it objectively. I guess in the grand scope, I don't know. At the what, time, what I think it is tough. Like this? we have how many years of of hindsight now? Forty. 50 well yeah holy shit and i mean look at titanic like we watched titanic i can't tell you i was ever in love with that movie but i don't remember it being as fucking terrible as it is now yeah tis true yeah that's why i mean that's the whole point of the show though like if we looked at a movie like um uh the uh uh it's a wonderful life it's a wonderful life was made 30 years before this movie yes but it holds up yeah it's wonderful life Holds up despite its age, and yeah, you know this what? movie does not. Hold Colin, up Colin, Colin this is not a new point you've made. You've said this before, and it's a great point actually. Because if a movie that old, especially a Christmas movie that old, yeah, can fucking hang on, then everything else has no excuse. Th- that's exactly. kind of the way I see it too. That's kind of the way I see it too. The and Godfather it, one, same thing, right? Very yeah. old. That was in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. So, but then some other movies that I've seen. I don't know if we've done them yet. We well, we won't talk about those. But there's movies that I get a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes that I've seen, and I'm like, this is just awful. Yeah. No, I mean, um, like, uh, what's his name? Kubrick. Like Kubrick surprised the shit out of me when we have gone through his library. That I see why parts of them and i see why they have a place in history but i can't they're unwatchable for me pretty much now it's all yeah. screenplay too um kubrick's directing is phenomenal and still to this day and and all of those movies the, the directing is very good and a lot of the performances are good but it's the screenplays that fail 
And then this one, <laughs> that's definitely another problem. Yeah. Is this screenplay doesn't make a lot of sense. Why are we following certain characters? Nothing comes of things that we yeah. we, we go down avenues. It's not even that long of a movie. It's only an hour, I think Brent said, in 44, but yeah. still feels too long. Yeah. Um, you, you either have to move the story forward or build characters or, or like characterization, things like that in every scene. You have to have like one of those two things. Otherwise, yeah. you're wasting my time. And this movie yeah. is 90% wasting my time. Man, and the I other really, 10%, I don't even get what's going on. We were really pumped when we saw it was an hour and 44. We were like, that's a great sign. Yep. And But somehow they do manage to make that feel long and they do manage to... Fuck it up. There's just no story I, here. Could we, just, like, could we just doesn't hold up it? Yeah, let's doesn't one, two, three. Yeah, no, we've already done that. Hold doesn't, doesn't well. Yeah, we already set up it as bad. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of this episode. Um, <laughs> let's never talk about this movie again. <laughs> next week, we have another uh, interesting one from the 70s for you folks. Um, and we have another tour de force uh, lead in it with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, so we got Chinatown <laughs> next week, That's which the I weirdest you ever said the golfer. I did every time. I like I and, and as I'm starting, I'm like Jack. Which one is it? Fuck. Yeah, Nicholson. Those two guys are assholes for having similar names, and I think they're similar ages too. So fuck. Anyway, uh, I've not seen Chinatown, so I'm like really stoked to get into that one, and I hope, 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 cross my fingers, it's fucking better than this train wreck of a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, like uh, I can't even see me like if I there was one point where I had seen this and liked it the the emotion of like the the feelings that it brought back like what emotions would this bring back except holy fuck I like this yeah that's it okay well folks this is I still like fucking I still like doing this because we even these movies that I like it's a it's a awful I think we all looked at each other after we watched this and we were like poking each other's eyes out because I was like what did we just watch but. I do end up reflecting back and appreciating that we we as reviewers learn um, from stuff like this. It's easier for us now. Maybe like when we started the pod, we wouldn't have been able to so succinctly say what we hated about this. Like we had done movies in the past where it was like just a feeling of why it didn't work and it's taken a lot to get it out. I don't know. This one's a lot, a lot easier because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Your movie sucks. Yeah, yep. sorry about that, uh, but it does. Uh, so, um, yeah, next week will be Chinatown. We'll get that one into your ear holes soon enough. Thanks for listening to this one, folks. That's not soon enough. That's not soon enough. <laughs> Futurama. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one, folks. Thanks for joining. Uh, and as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM. 